0: Boys and girls, we're going to ask you to stay, actually, today, okay? Uh, Boy, you were eager. I like that. But uh, we're going to ask you to stay. Uh, Very special uh, time for us today in just a few moments. And so uh, we just want you to be a part of it, okay? Uh, But before we get into that, uh, I want to share a word with you uh, concerning the will of God. I trust that all of you are familiar with the words that Jesus shared with his heavenly father when he was in the garden of Gethsemane. Calvary was just around the corner, his death, his burial, his resurrection, eventually his ascension was about to take place. But as he thought about what he was about to do to become sin for us on the cross, and to bear all the shame that went with that and the pain that went with that physically, he said to his father, not my will be done, but thy will be done. And I also hope, as followers of Christ, that we understand, first of all, that seeking God's will is essential for our lives. Because it needs to be the first and foremost thing we look to before making any decision that is life-impacting for us or anybody that's really in our sphere of influence, and particularly our families and our friends that we do life with on a regular basis. I'm talking about whether we're talking spiritually or whether we're talking relationally or whether we're talking even emotionally. And certainly in terms of our walk with the Lord, uh, our worship of the Lord, and of course, our work for the Lord in our lives. The word seek means that we need to be intentional. In other words, God has his will for us, but he wants us to seek. He wants us to be intentional, to look for it and to earnestly seek it into our lives. We know experientially, do we not, that it's not going to show up in the sky in a neon sign. And if you know by experience, the reality, it's not going to fall into your lap. And the reason is because the Lord is looking for those who have a want to. That is a want to, a very sincere want to in their heart to know his heart for their lives. And this is the truth that is behind the words in 2 Chronicles 16 and in verse nine, particularly the first part of that verse where the scripture says, the eyes of the Lord search the whole earth in order to strengthen those, watch this, whose hearts are fully committed to him. And so the Lord is looking for those who have a sincere heart to know what his will is, what his heart is for them And so he is there to direct us in that in our life. Now, I want to share very quickly here uh, uh, three passages of Scripture. One's a proclamation, one is a prayer, and the other one is a promise. First of all, a proclamation by the Lord concerning his involvement in our lives. You know this one probably very well, but in Jeremiah chapter 29 and in verse 11. If you don't have these verses, write them down. I encourage you to memorize them. I encourage you to internalize them because we're always making decisions, but then there are those decisions that are life-impacting, and we want to be in the center of God's will. So here's what it says, Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. So here's a proclamation from the Lord. He's sharing his heart with us here. I've got plans. And listen, this was a word to the children of Israel, but the application is for each and every one of us. He has plans for all of us, and it's plans for us to have a future and to have a hope. So with that in mind, David, in one of his psalms, Psalms uh, 25 and in verse 4, Lift it up. Listen, a very simple but very same prayer. So this is a prayer you can lift up. So we have this proclamation from the Lord, but here is a prayer to the Lord, and David is lifting this prayer up. Listen to what it says. Verse 4, show me the right path, O Lord. Point out the road for me to follow. And so it doesn't have to be some exorbitant prayer. It's just a simple, sincere request to the Lord. Would you show me the right path? Would you point me on the road you want me to be following? So we have a proclamation of the Lord. We have a prayer to the Lord. And then we have this promise from the Lord. And that's found in Psalms 32 and in verse 8. And here's what it says says, so the Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. Now, this is a promise from the Lord. He says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you, and watch this, and watch over you. Now, what does he mean by that? Well, he means this. If When I am in God's will and you are in God's will, you have his presence and you have his power to help you and his providence, that means his internal working in all the details of our lives. That is when we are in the will of God, which reminds us of a second thing. Not only seeking God's will is essential, but secondly, surrendering to God's will is essential as well. It's one thing to seek his will. It's another thing to be surrendered to his will, and that's because that's where the rubber begins to meet the road. So let's just be honest. Let's just be kind of transparent for just a second here, and let's acknowledge this truth. Either there has been times in your life, and maybe in your life even now, where there are some things where you have a knowledge of God's will, you have a knowledge, you now have a knowledge of his will, but you have yet to surrender to His will, you say, "Well, why would anyone not do that?" Well, I'll give you three reasons very quickly. First of all, personal desires. There are times that our own personal desires are more important to you than His desires for our lives. We don't like to say that openly. We don't want to let everybody necessarily know that, but our actions and our choices reveal the reality of it. Sometimes it's just very, very difficult, and sometimes it's because of good reasons, because of relationships and things of that nature that makes it so hard sometimes to say, yes, Lord, I will surrender to your will, but then there are other things we just don't want to give them up. So sometimes it's just personal desires. And so instead of the attitude of Christ, not my will, but thy will be done, our attitude is, Lord, my will be done, not yours. But then there's another one. Not just personal desires, but how about personal demands? I mean, this is something we've explored several times over the last two or three months uh, as we look at different passages of Scripture. And that's the reality is, and I am as guilty of this as anybody else of just just committing myself to so many things and people that I don't have time, I have to say no when the Lord speaks to me about something he wants me to do. I'm not talking about issues of sin. I'm talking about issues of things as part of his plan for my life But sometimes with personal demands, we just don't have time. We've used up our time, and we have to say no to God. So sometimes it's personal desires. Sometimes it's personal demands. A lot of time, let's be honest, it's personal doubts. We have a word for that. It's called fear. (laughs) Fear. I mean, we know what the Lord is saying to us. We know what he wants us to do, but Here's the way that God works in our life. He wants us to work by faith. Do I have a witness on that? He wants us to trust him. He wants us to trust his love. And so part of that is that he doesn't give us a triptych. Some of you probably don't know what I'm talking about when I mention a triptych. But I, what I mean is he doesn't lay it all out for us so that we can know that when we're 18, this is where we're going to be. This is where God wants us to be. And when we're 22, this is where God and this is what God wants us to be doing. He doesn't lay it all out so we got this track that we can follow. Now, he enlightens us one step of faith at a time. And when I take that step, he gives me light for the next step because he wants us to trust him. So let me give you another verse or two here, passages to encourage you in trusting God as you seek and surrender to his will. Psalms 37 and in verse 5, scripture says, commit everything you do to the Lord. Watch this. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust Him and He will help you. Trust Him and He will help you. And then this passage here, which is one of my life passages Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. And so seeking God's will is essential. Surrendering to God's will is essential. And most of the time, it's a journey that we are on. And I want to ask Brother Rusty Freeman, youth pastor to come up to share the journey that he has been on and where God is leading him.